and you know was saying how he was going to be entering the portal you know a, a spot opened up and you know i ran with it you know i truly believe in coach bv got to talk to him got to talk to coach leb um and just felt like it was a no-brainer fast forward a week from me committing you know i'm, I'm up here and we're getting this thing rolling so it's it's been really quick really fast but i'm just glad to be here and i'm grateful There you go, Dylan Gabriel, on the uh, the podcast with the uh, the fellas there, podcast on the prairie, and l- kind of laying out the timeline there, and he wanted to be with Lebby the whole way. It sounds like took a visit to Ole Miss whenever Lebby was there. Probably would have transferred there, right? Um, then Lebby came to Oklahoma, not knowing the situation with. The Caleb Williams kid, he had to make a move, was prepared to go to UCLA, but then comes to Oklahoma, and I'm glad. I'm glad we got him here. I, yeah. I, think, that's a, I think that's a big move. You can tell that he was willing to follow Levy wherever he landed. Now, when there's a situation like that, it feels like more times than not, it's kind of mutual between the player and coach. Do you think that Levy preferred – having Dylan Gabriel over Caleb Williams all along? I know nationally that wouldn't be hmm. a very popular take, but if you had to venture a guess. That's hard to say. I'm sure that Lebby saw some brilliant potential in Caleb Williams. And, you know, with his size and his athleticism, you know, some of the things that he does really well. And frankly, I think the 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 simplicity of the system would probably help him a lot. I think there was probably uh, a lot of intrigue there. I but I don't know I don't know like if he had to pick, you know, I think he would if if it was like a blind pick, I think he would probably take Caleb Williams. Sure. Maybe, um, but I don't think that he's – some OU fans, I think, were a little bit nervous when he first entered in the portal. Um, that calmed off – that calmed down a little bit. But it feels like if anyone was not phased at all about that and was still confident in what the offense is going to do with Dylan Gabriel, it feels like it was coming from the guy that actually matters, which is Jeff Levy. Right. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe he would pick Caleb Williams slightly, but I still believe he's like, yeah, I mean – Okay, I we're still going to be really good offensively next year. I've got a good quarterback. It's fine. Yeah, and I don't know what, like, at what point would he have, um, maybe changed his opinion on that <laughs> with, with Carl running around yeah, here? I, I yeah, mean, I think they're. I mean, I think that's something that you do have to factor in. It's like right away whenever he first came here and knew what Caleb had to offer like uh, on the football field would probably would have picked him right away but you know the more you kind of deal with that that situation and learn more about kind of what's going on there i think you he probably would have had some maybe some doubts but i don't know at the end of the day he wants the he would want the absolute best player back there and I don't. This is not a criticism of Dylan Gabriel, 
because ultimately I think he may be the perfect quarterback for the time and situation at Oklahoma right now. But I, I, it's not a bad thing to say that Caleb Williams has a higher ceiling than Dylan Sure, yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. I, I think anyone right. would agree with that. But who's who's the best quarterback for 2022? I think I think that there's a real chance that Dylan Gabriel is that guy just because he's more polished of a player right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We talk about the NIL all the time and you know, how, how's the rest of the team going to feel when the quarterback's making 2.5 million dollars off this deal and they're not making anything yada yada yada. If if Caleb would have stayed of OU at, at OU, he would have gotten a, a a major deal somewhere. Maybe he doesn't get the Two and a half million dollar deal, but he would be getting a lot of money. I'd just say it like, would the rest of the team been a little bit turned off by that, by the circus of an offseason that he's already had and will continue to have? Like, is Dylan Gabriel actually the much better fit for multiple reasons for this team right now? Maybe. I think for multiple I think I think the fit is is perfect because he's going to fit the mindset of what what Brent Venables has said are going to be his priorities in recruiting, right? We're getting the right guys. We're not, we're not necessarily searching stars. We're getting the right guys. And Dylan Gabriel happens to be the right guy right now for what they need. Um, and I think the fact that he's going to know this offense and be able to go out there and pick it up from day one and, and really roll with it and be able to – the one thing that Dylan Gabriel can do right now that Caleb Williams wouldn't be able to is have some of those, you know, um, players only sessions or unofficial, like however you want to label that, throwing sessions with his guys and be able to to run through the offense and the terminology and everything and be able to to kind of direct traffic out there because he knows the system. You wouldn't be able to have that, at least not as fluently with Caleb Williams. And I think that's a, a big thing in the offseason when you're trying to put a, a new system in. Text line says Caleb has lost his humility with all this attention. This one says Caleb would have gotten endorsement for just for feats. Well, I don't know. Dylan throws it better and sees the field better. All right. Thune seems to think that. The Beats by Dre deal was going to happen no matter what. What do you think? I think that they need to vet their information from Carl Williams better. <laughs> That's what I think. Caleb Williams, he's good but inexperienced and has only played in five or six games. Now, Dylan Gabriel has 79 touchdowns to date and can still have a good three years at OU to add to his 8,000 yards. So, go figure. Yeah, um, geez, if he's got three more years of eligibility, he's already got 8,000 yards, he could uh, put up some serious numbers if he were to stay for all three years. I, yeah. don't, I don't feel like that's going to happen. I feel like he is a probably a two-year guy, but if he wanted just to throw up some ridiculous numbers at the end of his career, he, he's got the time. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of that – I mean, and this is not any, uh, anything that everyone doesn't already know – think a lot of that's going to have to do with kind of how the team I, – I don't think – I think Dylan Gabriel's got a draft ceiling. And I could be wrong on this because 
frankly, I was wrong on Baker Mayfield about it. Yeah, really bad. Really wrong. Even on the day of the draft, you were wrong. You thought Sam Darnold was going to go ahead of him. Right. Which the Browns probably would have won a Super Bowl by now (laughs) had they done that. Yeah. You were wrong, but you were actually right right. in your your take. You can't tell me that I I wasn't actually right. Um, I I guess what I'm saying, though, is physically – he he probably I would be shocked if he was the number one overall. Yeah, yeah, okay. I y- yes, I, I would as well. So I think that, you know, if he has a really good year, yeah, I don't know necessarily it'll just kind of depend on his mindset if he and, and this like, draft class. This draft class seems like it'll be good. How 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 does Bryce Young project at the next level? We'll see. We'll see about that. And CJ Stroud, uh what Grayson Stroud's not eligible. He's he's only a true sophomore going into this year. Are you sure? No, I'm not. Okay, I think this. I think he'll be draft eligible. He was a redshirt freshman. Yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe he was a redshirt freshman. So, well, it'll be uh, maybe dependent on this draft class as well. Hey, real quick before we got a couple minutes and we hit the break here, um, BV scheme. Parker and I were kind of kicking that around a little bit Mm -hmm. um, in locked in today. Is it going to look very similar as it did to Clemson, where he has sort of a hybrid-looking player that can play backer but also looks like a DB that has that type of speed, uh, like that as Isaiah Simmons he had a couple of years ago. Like, what what kind of scheme is he is he going to be looking at here? I don't know. Number one. Unbelievable. You and Parker Thune on Locked In are supposed to be focusing on recruiting. Leave- no, that, it was a recruiting conversation that led to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, or so I think. I think I, it was. Well, we I, we talked about this a little bit before. I don't know. I think he, he, like anyone, is going to tinker the the scheme to the talent that he's got, right? Um, to the, the roster that he's got. But I, my guess is, like, just in its base form, it's probably going to be uh, identical to what you saw at Clemson. Could be wrong about that. He may see something in the Big 12 that leads him in a different direction. He may see something on the roster that he's got that leads him in a different direction. But God, I I I hope it's not the 3-3-5 or you might lose your mind. Well, is it the 3-3-5 or the 4-2-5 or the 5-1-5? Please just show up to one. Whatever his next press conference is and just show up there, wear like a mustache and like a goofy hat or something and be like – Ask him if he's going to play his corners uh, 12 yards off the line of scrimmage. Oh, and instead man. of just laughing about it, he'll give you a 15-minute answer as to what he plans on doing there. It may be the only question that gets asked in the hour <laughs> press Seriously. conference. Is Dylan Gabriel's father living in Norman? Will he be hovering around? I sure hope not. Uh, calling plays uh, with a walkie-talkie from the sideline. Hey, I've just been handed a note uh-huh. um, from Chris Plank. There's a dude that showed up for the softball game in California that is sitting right next to me listening to you guys. Yeah, it's Lane in California. <laughs> oh, nice. Lane uh, was texting me. He said, hey, Tyler, it's Lane. Got the rush on. I'm here in Santa Barbara at the field to watch the game. They're not admitting general audience in here unless you have a pass from the player or coaches. I know Plank is here. Do you think he might be able to get me into the stadium? Um, oh. <laughs> 
and he ended up getting in. I'm not sure how he got in the actual stadium, but yeah, he just sent me a picture. Uh, he and he and Plank are just hanging out there. That's awesome. Look Way to go. That. Way to go, Lane. Nicely Way to go. Done. He's in Santa Barbara right now. Uh, what does that mean? The like they're not going to let fans in? I've not like general admit. That's weird. It's like, well, oh, you yeah, softballs in town. It'd be your highest attendance you've ever had in program history. And you're not going to let Lane and the other fans in. Newsflash: They're playing the Super Bowl there in a couple of days. Oh, you think that's like a COVID? W- uh, yeah, mm, that's what it has to be. I don't know. I, I, that's so. That's so dumb. Yeah. Oh my. Like, oh, you could end up being the best softball team ever. When it's all said and done, but no nope, pressure. No, nope, we couldn't uh, go see Gusso. him. We couldn't go see him play at uh, UC Santa Barbara. No big deal. Which couldn't find a way. It sounds in. like uh, Patty Gasso ghosted you for the first Diamond MV series. She did. She did ghost me. Uh, but that's all right. We got Lindsay Elam instead. It was fine. She was like, "God, I hate podcasts." Does everyone seriously have a podcast? Really? Someone else starting a podcast? I don't have time for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, um, good stuff. And what what time? Four thirty first pitch, is that what you said? Uh, yeah, you don't know what time softball plays. Yeah. Why don't you keep? I up just with said stuff? it. Four thirty uh, ESPN. It, that was that was not a set it. That was a question. It was a statement with a question mark at the God, end. Of it. it wasn't ever. Yeah, four thirty. And Twitter Sean's already like, sorry guys, tuning you out. Starting at four thirty today. I'm sure you'll understand. Wow. Okay. You want to? I do, gotcha. Let's do the play by play thing off of ESPN Plus of the softball game. I'm sure Plank will love that. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting us on the Air Comfort Solutions text line 651 3439. This hour of the rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction, remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405 473 3048 or in Tulsa, 918 282 7612. Or visit cavensconstruction.com. I call you, I need you, heart's on fire. This February, don't just win a heart, win a big jackpot at Riverwind. Will you come to me? Maybe cuddle up for a game of poker. Give me everything I Fall in love with that beautiful blackjack. You're simply the best. Win a Mercedes Benz in our 70 grand Keys to My Heart on February 12th. With 10 times entries on Saturdays. Happy Valentine's from the one. The Oklahoma men's basketball team returns to the LNC for a Red River showdown. Join us at the Lloyd Noble Center on Tuesday, February 15th at 6 p.m. as we take on the Texas Longhorns. Our fans make all the difference, and we need you to get loud. Don't miss our special halftime guest, Red Panda. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. This is Teddy Lehman on behalf of my former Sooner teammate, Josh Tucker and Roof Tech of Oklahoma. 
They guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry that you won't get anywhere else. Rooftech is fully insured and regulated by the Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. So if you need help with your roofing needs, call Rooftech today, 405-703-4245. That's 405-703-4245. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Valentine's Day is all about love, and we have gifts worthy of the day. Modern heart pendants and tiny heart earrings are sentimental pieces she will adore. Check out our Facebook or Instagram for ideas, or look around our website. Give us a call, and we can have it wrapped up and ready for you. We make the gift-giving easy. If you are looking to outdo Cupid, our Antwerp Diamond Supplier is here February 10th through Valentine's Day. The selection and prices are oh so sweet. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. Well, doggone it. What happened, Uncle? I broke my daggone MacBook. Hey, no problem, Uncle. You know what? We'll call Bob and Chuck at the Mac Man. Bob and Chuck have more than 60 years combined experience repairing Macs and caring for Mac owners. We can call them up right now at 405-794-8114. That's 405-794-8114. Or reach out to them online at theokcmacman.com. The Mac Man is proudly Oklahoma's most experienced Apple-authorized service provider. When you have suffered a major loss, your head might be spinning. So many things can run through your mind. Is my family safe? How am I going to rebuild? Which restoration company will I be working with? After you've determined your family is safe, you should call Brown O'Haver. They will help you with the major questions you'll be facing. They will educate you on insurance claims, how to rebuild, and determine what is salvageable before someone else tells you or bills you for your own property. 405-735-5510 is the number you need to call after you've suffered a loss. Watching football, riding his motorcycle, and of course playing cards with his friends were just some of the many hobbies that Dad had. When he passed away, the staff at Primrose assisted us in capturing the essence of Dad's life. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow them to assist your family just the way they did mine. It is the rush on the ref. We are the homeless suitor fans. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Yes, OU softball. Set to begin in about six minutes. I'll keep up with that. I'll give you uh, occasional updates throughout the day. I'm going to be guests. I'm going to be talking about a lot of home runs in the season opener as OU is getting ready to face off against UC Santa Barbara here very shortly. You raised your head like that's too high of expectations or something. No, I... I you've got... You're putting... I didn't put anything on anyone. I that's like what they're saying. Like they're that's you, like, you they said, are not shying from expectations. You said in the last segment that uh you're shocked they won't anyone uh, won't let anyone in to watch the game. This could be the best softball team ever. It could be. Where where's am I wrong in that statement? You're not wrong, but you're putting pressure on this team. I'm not putting pressure on anyone. That's the storyline. One of the storylines going into this year is yes, with everything coming back, what they have coming in the circle, it could be the best softball team of all time. I don't think that that's really that hot of a take right now. It could be. You sound like the federal government. Uh 
like leaking a story, then the article's written, and then you use that article as justification. You are the one that's reporting the narrative, so you can't cite the narrative as that's yes. what everyone's saying. Everyone take Teddy's opinion on this. It's the season opener. He's like, 4.30? Is it? Four, right? 4.30? Ish. Is Jocelyn Allo back on the team this year? I, I didn't. I don't know if she's back or She not. left early for the draft. Did she leave early? Okay. I know you've been wondering what Coach O's up to right now. <laughs> I know uh, – Someone asked him if he was going to coach, if he'd go coach with Saban. He said, no chance in hell or something like that. I got a call from an LSU fan who told me he had a very bad nightmare. You were coaching the defense in Alabama, and you were recruiting the state of Louisiana. It will never happen. Never happen. It will never happen. So that person who had that dream doesn't have to worry about about it. That will never happen when it was wrong. I promise you. (laughs) There you go. Pride alone will keep him from uh, coaching with Saban. How about that? Especially after he did that, oh, roll tight like you, in the locker room after they beat him in 2019. Yeah, He kind of brought that situation on himself, didn't he? Yeah, that wouldn't be Ed Ogeron's decision whether or not he could go to Alabama. Saban would be like, yeah, I'm good here. Well, that sounds like a very serious interview. What was he – what's what's going on there? I It's just some TV interview. They were asking mostly about – Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the LSU guys that are in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Nice. And that question was asked at the end. Ed said he is open to taking a coaching job. He is. If it was like a defensive line job somewhere in the NFL, sure. But if he never coaches again, he'll be fine. Auburn? He'll be okay. <laughs> I feel like Auburn, yeah, might hire him after this. But I still don't know what they're waiting on. He was at, what was that, that, that coaches thing in, in Birmingham today. Mm-hmm. And there was a swarm of reporters everywhere he walked outside. It was kind of weird. It's crazy because um, the guy's been out of town on vacation. I, and I don't know him. I don't know anyone that knows him. I, I know nothing about the guy. But I guess whenever you've got people saying that uh, Auburn is uh, exploring ways to be able to fire him with cause to avoid the buyout, it's just interesting that the uh, the rumor pops up of him having some type of affair or something there. Oh, at sure, Auburn, right? yeah, that t- that tends to happen. If, if people are looking for a reason to fire you, they'll uh, they'll 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 dig however deep they need to to find it. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there, and I don't know. You have to assume that you can't. Can you go through something like this with your coach and then keep him on? No. I mean, the the fan base, don't you think that they've already decided they don't want this guy by now? I would think so. And, and you're just really – You've kind of already made it known that you don't yeah. want him. Well, I, the, the two coordinators that have left already, all the players in the portal, if you can't fire him for cause, I guess you would lower the buyout, but next year would just be a wasted year. Yeah. Like, that job would be worse in eight – Nine months, however long it would be, you'd be in a you'd be in a worse spot off if you wait compared to if you just did it today. You think there's a chance that, um, like Oklahoma State hired Mason, you think there's like they, would they want to bring a guy like that back that was that was there? I know he wasn't there very long, but I, I guess I'm just sitting here thinking like, what would they? They haven't lost that much time yet. So if they made the move now and brought someone in, it may not be that big of a deal. But you can't miss spring ball. Nope. You have to be able to to have a coach that has a staff put together to be able to put in a full spring practice schedule. 
and if you miss that, you're you start you start uh, you know unnecessarily hurting your team for next year. If you end up making a move, I guess you could keep them, but like you said, you're kicking the can down the road. Um, at this point, because of all the way that it's been exposed down there, you almost have to rip the Band-Aid off and go knock on the donors' doors and try and come up yeah, with 18 million I, bucks. Look, I, we, we know how players operate, too. They're, they're not dumb these days. They know the situation. And the first sign of adversity next year, buddy, that whole team would quit on that guy. Obviously, they don't, they don't like him with the stories that are coming out and all the guys leaving via the portal. You would have a real throw-in-the-towel factor if you keep this guy as the head coach next season. Now you just If you take yourself seriously as a football program, I don't, I don't think you can do it. Man, if I, if I was a billionaire, uh, maybe I wouldn't even need to be a billionaire, but if I had a ton of uh, available capital, I would start a business – where I would give high interest loans to um, athletic departments that need to finance their coaches' buyout, <laughs> right? Like, oh, you need eighteen million dollars? Here you go. Here's eighteen million. You can pay me back. Ten percent interest. No big deal. Let's go. Text line: Is this next football season going to be boring after the last soap opera? Going back to the armed robbery. Hmm. No. no, I don't think that this season will be boring. But it will be boring because it will be boring in the sense that I don't think that there will be as many entertaining games in the fourth quarter where OU just blew a 21-point lead. Uh, you don't know that. I feel like uh, it'll be a little bit more calm and relaxed in fourth quarters this time around. I don't know that that's necessarily true. At least me hopes, me hopes that that happened. Hey, maybe there won't be the random game this year where OU is an 18-21 point favorite and lose outright on their home field. Again, I don't know that, but hey, I I personally think that barely winning, winning ugly builds character. No, mm. builds uh, a fan base for our show, right? Because <laughs> That's true. especially for the post game show, people want to know what the hell is going on. God, I'm scared that the post game show numbers are going to go down because there's not going to oh, be no. as many as much drama in the fourth quarter. There's going Man. to be plenty of drama, and mm. people, whenever people don't know what the hell's going on, they tune into this show where we say we don't know either. Okay, <laughs> that's why they come to us. Uh, Peyton says over under five and a half home runs today. Woo! Uh, Lane in California just sent us a picture from behind home plate. It looks like a porch out there and left. So really, yeah, got the nice mountains in the background though. Nice. Mm. I think uh, Jocelyn Allo is going to hit one over them mountains. She may hit one over the mountains. The mountains are pretty close out there in Santa Barbara. Yeah, it's good though. You just hit it up the mountain, it rolls right back down, so the kids don't have to chase it down the parking lot. I think Teddy is going full O U A N O N with his softball federal government conspiracy theories. He accused you of planning. Mm hmm. Right. Hey, listen, if you want a conspiracy theory, I can come up with one for you on the spot. Uh, I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. That's cool though. That the uh, the background that where is the who all's going to be at that thing? Is it all played in one spot? 
Well, th- this is just like a one-off game. Okay, now they have, the- yeah, they have like a little tournament invitational coming up. They play UCLA on Saturday night. I think they play Mississippi. They play doubleheader tomorrow. They'll play Mississippi State. I think in the late game tomorrow. And is that so, at a different venue? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's at a different gotcha. venue. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, cool. That's going to be good. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. From Norman to Lawton to Clinton to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away, never miss a second with the Sports Talk 1400 app. Oklahoma Department of Wildlife Conservation is selling surplus pickup trucks at a no-reserve auction on PurpleWave.com. Betting closes on February 22nd when each pickup will sell to the highest bidder regardless of the price. View complete inventory, detailed photos, descriptions, and start bidding on PurpleWave.com. Simply visit PurpleWave.com to get started. Purple Wave Auction. Straight. Simple. Sold. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your central Oklahoma GMC dealers. Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. It's basketball time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you, fans. We'll see you when you get there. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. College basketball is headed down the home stretch, and Boy Street Magazine has the inside story on both the men's and women's teams headed into March. 
Read our stories on Tanner Groves and Maddie Williams, as well as other features, including the launch by the United Way of Norman. Norman North Spud Week 2022, an intro to some local high school players, a health and wellness guide to help you find the new you this year, and our Norman Knight in the spotlight, Richie Split. The February issue of Boyd Street is now available in print and online at sportstalk1400.com. You've weighed your options and decided that building your next home is the right move for you and your family. Congratulations from Alliance Bank. We'd love to help you celebrate and get on your way to picking out new paint colors and tile as fast as possible. Give us a call at our Norman office, 405-286-5750. Again, that number is 405-286-5750. And let's discuss what construction loan option is best for you. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Before we get to it, one batter, one home run already. Tiara Jennings leads First. off the season with a bomb. The, Sooners lead one nothing. Let's go. And that's why I've been saying this could be the best softball team ever. <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah, you have been. Oh, that's great. 1.0 to uh, 0 so far as the score. And uh, Jordy Ball's going to be on the mound, right? I don't know if she's going to be in the circle today. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. Um, uh, Roof Tech, our buddies over at Roof Tech, uh, give them a shout. You have any roof issues, uh, Josh Tucker and those guys can take care of you. Small repairs, full roof replacements. You've had any hail damage or any storm damage, give those guys a call. Uh, guys at Roof Tech will take care of you. Jordy is uh, pitching and batting. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, see, I scooped you on that. Yeah, the you really did. Guy. She's hitting eight. Um Harden. Now, I do not like oh God, or really? care about the the NBA trade deadline, but James Harden has been traded from the Nets to the uh, the 76ers, and Harden has now played for the Thunder, the Houston Rockets, the Nets, and now the 76ers. This is, and I don't. This doesn't necessarily happen, but you have such a smaller time frame. I think this is the one thing that we've been talking about, like with the transfer portal. When you have uh, good players, you know, not necessarily stars, but good players that show up on a roster, and there's a decent percentage of the fan base on a given year, like, okay, so who are these guys again, right? You know, whenever you've got people that just show up, like, that's kind of what we want to avoid with the transfer portal, right? That's guys playing it. That's what happens in the NBA, man. Um, different teams seemingly every single year. By the way. What an awful decision this is going to go down um, on for, for Kevin Durant. Leaving Golden State, which they may Ooh. have not have they, – they would have st- still continued to have a run out there. He leaves Golden State and that security out there for the uncertainty of Brooklyn, and it's been a disaster so far this year. Right. Yep. Um, that whole like, three- or four-year window is, is going to be something like, – and, and here's the thing, the NBA – it was really the height for them. That's whenever they had the most attention. That's whenever, um, you know, they were ha- like their ratings and everything are down drastically. the The storylines just aren't compelling anymore. You've already had all these guys move. It's it's been weird. I guess one of the storylines right now is how horrible Russell Westbrook's playing. But yeah. all right, um, we don't have to talk NBA. Uh, have you seen these truckers up in Canada? Well, I saw them last week hanging out in a bar and basically saying that they're not going to drive their trucks anymore until they're, 
uh, not demands like they're holding anybody hostage, but yeah, they're not going to drive anymore until they're they're compensated better. That was like last. That may have been the week before last. It's still going on. Yeah, it's still going on. Man. They've got they've they've basically shut down um, Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, they've also shut down now the bridge that links uh, like Detroit and Windsor. And that's where twenty five percent of the trade between the two countries goes through. Um, they've all just parked on that bridge. <laughs> no one can get across it. Uh, I really haven't followed it much. I don't even really know what their demands are. But they've got uh, Trudeau in a big backpedal situation up there. It just seems kind of interesting to watch that whole thing unfold. Yeah, I saw a video of that, and it is, it's like a mob inside that little bitty bar. Yeah, that's pretty. It was pretty awesome. Well, they've got there's several of these these blockades where they've parked these trucks on on roads. Like you, yeah. I don't think you get in and out of some of those those towns. Pretty wild. Now we haven't talked much about this. Um, Mike McDaniel's taken over for the Miami Dolphins, offensive coordinator uh, there for the 49ers. He's kind of an unknown, but I kind of like this guy's demeanor. He looks like a uh, gamer or something, maybe. <laughs> Not like a gamer, like when we talk about like with football players, like oh, this guy's just a gamer. Like, no, it looks like he plays video games yeah, like all a, the time. That's like a, that's what you're saying. He looks like a nerdy gamer, <laughs> is what he looks like. Um, but apparently, the players love him. Apparently, he's super smart. I, mm-hmm. I'm really fascinated in this hire to see where it goes. Now, the Brian, Brian Flores uh, drama was was uh, was weird. Um, Let's see if this guy can have some success with Tua. Here is Mike McDaniel at a press conference. I think this was today. What a lame response to that, by the way, right? It's like, God, have a little fun. Like, show your human side a little bit, Mr. Reporter. I'm not um, going to do that right now. I, can we just get to this question? Just can, can we just get down to business? I think when he put him on the spot, he froze up and couldn't figure out how to get to uh, a verse of Welcome to Miami. <laughs> Probably. But I, I do love that he kind of called that out a little bit. Like, yeah. we don't need every single reporter on a Zoom to say, Hey, man, hey, Brent, really, I just really appreciate you. You're taking out time for us. Yeah, like, you're welcome. I, and then you know, uh, ask the question, and then after the answer, say thanks, coach. Thanks, coach, so much. Thanks again. Hey, have a great day. It's like, all right, guys, come on. We need to have like a pre uh, welcoming, and then a thank you for all the questions. Like, have like a little- Mike Houck says, all right, guys, one, two, three, and they say thanks, <laughs> thank Brent. <you. laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I got a couple here. First off, this one might make you uh, lose your faith in humanity a little bit more. Mm-hmm. A Las Vegas bartender got robbed at gunpoint for $3,000, and then his bosses are making him pay the money back that was stolen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas bartender was robbed at gunpoint and then forced to repay his company the stolen money, according to a lawsuit filed by the employee. He was uh, working at an establishment when a gunman entered, ordered him to kneel on the ground and put his hands behind his head while the armed assailant took all the money that was at the bar. Uh, Edwards was terrified during the ordeal and feared for his life, and the gunman got away with $3,900. His bosses then presented him with a repayment form and worried that he'd be fired. He signed it. Worried that he'd be fired? Huh. 
That's interesting. That, yeah, that I, something's not right here. Like, are they accusing him of letting like the robber in? in? On the, I, don't, I don't know. Being in on the axe? That's the only thing that you would have grounds for on this one. Like, so, I mean, it was either give away $3,900 or die. Like, the choice is pretty easy here. I wonder if also there's, like, a a protocol for like how that cash is supposed to be handled. Like, if you're only supposed to have X amount of cash in the register or something like that, that – but still, I mean, come on. That's uh, that seems pretty ridiculous. That's an easy one to just quit and walk away. Uh, yeah, I would have quit there. I have the secret for the Super Bowl. Oh, really? If you are looking to make some money on the Super Bowl, I have the final score here. Well, actually, I only have it because the Simpsons predicted it again. At least that's what social media is saying. Some people have found an old Simpsons episode where Cincinnati beats L.A. 34-31 in the Super Bowl. It doesn't say Bengals. It doesn't say Rams. It just says Cincinnati 34, L.A. 31 in a Super Bowl game. So, Simpsons may have predicted this one as well. How about that? Isn't that pretty cool? It's very cool. What are the odds that hits? Um, judging by their past, I'm probably pretty good. That's insane. Mm-hmm. If that were to hit, what's the uh, what's the over under? That seems fairly I, high I scoring. Have, yeah, I that would probably hit. The I got over. it right. Yeah, it is forty eight and a half. So that's it's a fairly low. Majority of the tickets are on uh, Cincinnati. By the way, to win the thing to uh, cover the spread. It's down. It was four or four and a half. It's down to three and a half. The money's about even. The money that's come in is about even, but the number of tickets are uh, on Cincinnati so far. Oh, wow. So what we're saying is Cincinnati's got a bunch of... Uh, $5 betters. $5 betters, Correct. huh? Wow. Well, yeah. Way uh, to slander Cal- Cincinnati. Cowherd will use that as a uh, bid on his show, right? <laughs> West Coast, you're on the coast, you bet more. Last one, Rob Manfred says the owners have officially accepted a universal DH while eliminating draft compensation for draft picks. I am all about the universal DH in Major League Baseball. Yeah. As a baseball fan, as a longtime baseball fan, um, some, I feel like, are pressured to be like, no, don't change the way the game is. It's perfect. No, I, I want to make the game better. And I think a way to make the game better is to not let pitchers hit, especially when most of them just sit up there with their bat on their shoulders and never try to swing anyway. Just slows the whole game it's down. It's just stupid, it's man. You get, you get two on and two outs, and a pitcher's up there scared of getting hurt by swinging the bat, just stands up there, takes three fastball, and the inning's over. It infuriates me so much. Right. I hate it. Well, and you can't use the argument, don't change the game, because it's already been changed in one of the leagues, right? So just, you got to roll with it. Um, that's good. You think they reach an agreement, players and owners? They will at some point, but I I think that the season might be delayed, which is really? the which is the worst thing that could happen for, for baseball right now. Is Now, we're getting close to... Or maybe have we already passed the point? Whenever you'd have pitchers, spring and training, yeah, they're gonna the spring training's gonna be delayed. Yeah, so we'll see if the regular season is impacted or not. Dang, I don't feel know like what, it might be. Man. What we're gonna do uh, for content on this show if that happens? <laughs> yeah, all the baseball it's that we be talk brutal. here. Yeah. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. This hour of the rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction, remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. 
Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit CavensConstruction.com. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. Do you know after a disaster strikes, if you don't take the right steps, you could sign away a large amount of your insurance claim to the wrong company? It's your insurance claim. You've paid a lifetime for it, and you are most vulnerable when disaster strikes. Don't let anyone start work immediately on your property until you know what to do next. Your insurance claim and future depend on it. You need a company to help point you in the right direction. 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver has been the name to trust since 1988, working for you, not the insurance company. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. Needing a fresh start in 2022? How about a new year, a new you, and some new shoes? Hey, it's Chris Plank from Brown Shoe Fit in Norman. Go see my guy Steve and his knowledgeable team that can help fit you with the right shoe to jumpstart your new year of health and wellness. Whether it's for running, walking, hiking, or just everyday comfort, they carry the biggest and best brands for everyone in the family, like Hope, New Bounce, Brooks, Birkenstocks, and Clarks. Go buy Brown Shoe Fit to get your perfect fit at 2427 West Main Street in Norman, behind Chick-fil-A, next to Hobby Lobby. Jets New York Slice is glad to be cooking lunch and dinner for you. That's right, Jets New York Slice is open and more. We have all your favorite pies hot and ready when you arrive. Order by the slice or the pie. We have all your favorite toppings and crusts. Wanting pasta, sandwiches, or salad? Jets New York Slice has it ready for dine-in or pickup. Call in your order at 237 237- 3001 or swing by for dine-in or pickup east off of I-35 off 19th Street near the USC Federal Credit Union. Well, doggone it. What happened, Uncle? I broke my daggone MacBook. Hey, no problem, Uncle. You know what? We'll call Bob and Chuck at the Mac Man. Bob and Chuck have more than 60 years combined experience repairing Macs and caring for Mac owners. We can call them up right now at 405-794-8114. That's 405-794-8114. Or reach out to them online at theokcmacman.com. The Mac Man is proudly Oklahoma's most experienced Apple-authorized service provider. An energy savings agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. 
You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. Students helping students through the More Love campaign graces the February cover of 19th Street Magazine. Included in the February issue are stories covering the Moore Police Department Citizens Police Academy, the new Wellness Center in Cleveland County, how Tanner Groves and Maddie Williams are powering Sooner Basketball towards an exciting final couple of months, and the Veteran of the Month, John Jewell. The February issue of 19th Street is now available in print and online at sportstalk1400.com. The Oklahoma men's basketball team returns to the LNC for a Red River Showdown. Join us at the Lloyd Noble Center on Tuesday, February 15th at 6 p.m. as we take on the Texas Longhorns. Our fans make all the difference, and we need you to get loud. Don't miss our special halftime guest, Red Panda. For tickets and more information, visit Soonersports.com slash tickets. Boomer Sooner. Cavens Construction, bringing you hour number two of the rush on this Thursday. They offer remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facilities maintenance. Cavens Facility Maintenance serves all of Oklahoma and can help take the ease off of your staff by fixing those pesky problems in your office building. Tulsa, give them a call, 918-282-7612. Oklahoma City, Moore, Norman, 405-573-3048. Uh, OU Softball just asserting dominance here in the top of the first Six minutes ago, it was OU2, UCSB0, and the bases were juiced. Mm. I'm uh, working on getting some updates, but uh, I feel like OU is still up to bat right now. They're just um, they're too good, man. Uh, preseason number one for a reason, and in both preseason polls, they were unanimous number one selections. <laughs> they get yeah. Anyone else got a first-place vote. Yeah, they were totally dominant a year ago, and they've gotten better. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. I'm, I, I do think that obviously just joking with you, but they, they could do something super, super special with the run rule. Will Sooners get a full game while in California? Yeah, they'll get a full game somewhere. I don't feel like it'll be today, yeah. but they'll, they'll get a full game. Yeah, I think so too. You've got fake, uh, fake fans for not watching the game. That's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying unsuccessfully to bring it up on ESPN Plus, but that's uh, just yeah, me. good luck with that. I canceled my ESPN Plus subscription. So really, yeah. I'm proud of you for that. Yeah, I was proud of myself. Your excitement for the first pitch home run is great and all, but all I can think is here we go again. This is one of the greatest teams ever assembled and the best team of all time. They will probably lose a third of their games, and Patty is gone at the end of the season for UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to be the next coach at Arizona. <laughs> right, Patty Gasso. Yeah. Um, I want to stop you right there. Yeah, and let's see, Jordy Ball would be gone via the transfer portal. <laughs> we didn't take players from OU. We took Jordy Ball from the transfer portal. <laughs> and then 
in the same interview, uh, Coach Gasso says, we've got to do something about this transfer We've got to put some guardrails on the transfer portal. Some guardrails. Nick Saban is the Patty Gasso of college football. I absolutely love that text. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, two outs in the innings, and T.R.A. Jennings is already back up to the plate. Jeez. Oh, no. Juggernaut. You shouldn't be able to bat through more than once, just like in Little League. Um, you want to feel old? Actually, I don't know if this will make you feel old. This is more impressive than anything. A guy that you played against in college is playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday. You want to guess who that is? Uh, yes. Frankly, I do. It's got to be... Offensive lineman. Oh, God. I know who it is. He played for LSU. Yep. Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth, number 38 overall recruit in the 2001 class. He's actually a year younger than you, and he is in the Super Bowl playing this Sunday. Unbelievable. Isn't that nuts? It's nuts. It's nuts. Well, be different if he's like a kicker or punter. Dude's like a – didn't he play tackle? Yeah, he's tackle. Wow. Yep. I mean, he's been, he's been excellent for a really long time. And, yeah, and it's different. We're used to it with Tom Brady, but for, like, guys playing a physical, grueling position, it's tough. But, you know, he's older, there's no doubt, but there's – it's a pretty pretty solid trend of offensive tackles really hit their sweet spot in their 30s. Trent Williams is – was doing some things this year in the backfield running around oh, that I crazy. hadn't seen him before during his career. That Yeah, you think of it as a young man's game, and for the most part it kind of is, but those tackles, yeah, not not all the time, man. Right. Not all the time. Yep. No, it's, um, it's impressive what he's done there because he looked like he's been done a couple of different times, but he's been able to, to hang in there. I don't know, man. I'm. What's your interest level in the game? Um, Joe Burrow makes this game, you know, yeah. relevant for me. Like Matt Stafford seems like a really cool dude, so if he wins it, that's fine. But I, I won't just be super locked in. The, I feel like unless it's an incredible game, like just the two teams that are playing, it'll be pretty much a a forgotten Super Bowl. I think in in the grand scheme of things, you agree with that? I don't know. I, I don't know. If it's a great finish, no, but if it's just a ho-hum game, it's like, eh, yeah, Bengals, Rams. Eh. I think if I think if the Rams win it, it'll be a ho-hum type of Super Bowl because they've blown up everything to try and get there and if they win it, they're going to they're going to try and make themselves whole again. But if Cincinnati wins it, I mean, Joe Burrow, this this team that core could could have some staying power. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush coming up next. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439.